Hello, and welcome to episode number 223, Armin Show Podcast, in the place to be. We are here. We're back on video in person for the first time, not over Skype. Who do we have on the show for this episode? Hi, my name is Brian. This is Thanks Brian. for having me on the show, guys. This is wonderful. Brian, I want to point out, friend of mine, long time. I always like to give background. I go straight into it. I don't really pause or give all kinds of normal etiquette. That's just not my style, but it would probably be good make things more normal now I've known Brian since high school long time I would say that I like people who have some sort of self-awareness thoughts material to put out there this is one I want to present him now Brian how would you describe yourself some random person who met you things you do things you like what comes to mind there I always like to check what does a person think of themselves verbally well Generally, when I like to start meeting new people, it's basically I I like to get into meaningful conversations pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. Straight Cause, to it. Because exactly because one of the things that I really do enjoy is getting to how how would I say getting to the meat, the meat of everything that describes a person. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I went out with a a, a woman last night, mm-hmm. and I told her like. When I meet someone for the first time, I don't like to really talk about what people like to do for fun because that is such a generic question. And I really like to just get, again, get to the meat of the conversation. What makes you you? Mm-hmm. Because everyone has a story. Right. We're all unique individuals, and it doesn't matter where you came from, your upbringing, we all have a different story to tell. And that's what I like to learn about people because, because that's what I find more interesting. Mm-hmm. Right? Their story. Their story. It's what can they bring, like how, what makes them, them. Right. And that's something that I really, honestly, truly enjoy. Mm -hmm. I could talk for hours about these types of topics to anybody as long as they're interested. Mm -hmm. I will, I could just talk because I just love hearing about, it's just, everyone, everyone's a book. Right. So. This is a good point. Now I want to point out, which I get to do on video too, it's good to keep the mic closer so we can all hear it more clearly. (laughs) Which is good. I get to point that out in person. This is more personable than some of my episodes, but it's good. That's reality. And if you want to record a podcast, you have some ideas of what to do, too. Uh, you want to get to the story of them. Frankly, turning that around on you, tell us a little bit about your story. A part of it you want to describe. Maybe not the whole thing, but a segment of your story that means something to you. And if you'd like a moment, I can do a part of mine. Up to you. Okay. So over the last... Over the last four or five months, I've been basically going through own, my own transformation for myself. Okay. I was the type of guy who, prior to all of this, I would go to work, come home, make sure that dinner was prepared for me and my partner. Mm-hmm. We'd maybe watch an episode of just some show that we were currently watching. Yeah. And that was basically life. Okay. So over the last five or six years, that's basically what we would do. Okay. Very you know, routine. And very routine. And at some point, I just couldn't take it anymore. And mm-hmm. I... I really had a mental breakdown. It was no longer as interesting to you. You're like in a like a loop. Correct. And and I felt like there's got to be more to life than just slaving away every single day, going from a nine to five job, mm-hmm. coming home, and just doing rep- rinse and repeating. You know, Friday comes, we're excited for the weekend, but most of us don't really do anything on the weekends either. Right. Friday comes, we have dinner. Maybe we'll go watch a movie. Let's say depending on. The event on Saturday, depending on the event on Saturday, uh-huh. you know, we could go to a fair, we can go to specific events, just something. Right. And that's pretty much 
what most people do, and that's what I was doing for the last again five or six years. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that anymore. Right. I felt like there's there has to be more to life than just doing the same mundane thing. It sounds like it the way, way you're describing it. Correct. So over the last four or five months, I've just been working more on personal development and mm-hmm. growth and trying to find purpose and meaning in life. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things that I feel that people are struggling to do is what is the point of life? What is the purpose of what we're doing? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've come to the conclusion that most people have no idea what they want in life. No. We always talk about, I want a new car. I want a new house. I want I want this. I want that. We all talk about tangible goods. A lot of that is mentioned. But if I were to ask you, what what do you want in life? What would make your life meaning meaningful and what would fulfill you? And I would say, honestly, 90% of people probably have no idea. Mm-hmm, and right. I think that's a problem. And that's pretty much what I've been working on for the last, again, last five or six months is trying to figure out what makes me me. Mm-hmm. What makes my life meaningful? And I've kind of hit, I've kind of feel like I've come, I've come close mm-hmm. where I kind of have a trajectory of where I want to go in my life, but it's still not quite finite as far as, how can I say it? It's not quite fully visualized. Fully visualized, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, but I do have an idea. And because of that, I feel like my life has more meaning and it's, it feels more fulfilled now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. And, a lot of people are are limited by their limiting beliefs, and uh-huh. that is that is a very what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's a very empty place, cold, uh, lonely. You're sorry, stuck. You're um, stuck. place where you're stuck. Place where you're stuck, and you just feel like you just, you just go through the same motions every day because you're afraid to even take action. Right. It's the fear you're of stuck at a plateau thing. Correct, and it's the fear of failure that most people are are holding them back. Mm-hmm. And, and who what, they'll let down that they were going to impress. Or who something. they'll let down or who or who's judging them. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of times we feel judged. If we tell, for example, if we tell our good friends our idea, yeah, many of them might feel like, that's stupid. Why would you do that? Or it's already been done. Why would you need to do that? Mm-hmm. But as long as you're expressing yourself 100% and that's something that you are passionate about, something that drives you, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Yes. So, and I realized that for me, I want to teach people how to get this frame of mind, how how you could be more empowering, how you could achieve your dreams, and how you can get the things you want just just by taking action, mm-hmm. and right, and just letting all those negative limiting beliefs behind you, and just and just really try and, and go for it. Right. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't. It's one of those things where it doesn't just come right away. Mm-hmm. It took me years, right? It took me years. So backtracking a little bit when Back I had... Backtrack. Sorry, guys. So backtracking a little bit. This was in 2017 in October. 2017. Where I just... Two years ago. I had my midlife crisis at mm-hmm. 32. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that's pretty young. The average age is about 45, 50. Yeah, midlife. But I had mine really early. And mm-hmm. the feelings were just... It was just something I I could not describe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was laying in my bed, getting ready for t- getting ready to sleep. And all of a sudden, I just cried. It just came out of nowhere. Right. And I just curled up into a into a the fetal position, and I just started crying. I I I felt paralyzed. I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. And it was such a weird sensation. And that was just basically a lack of purpose and a lack of meaning in my life. And I felt like, what was the point 
of just going through the same motions every day. There's got to be more to life than just doing this. Right. And, you know, over the course of the next couple of months, weeks, I, I just, I tried, I Googled everything, you know, how to find your purpose. Great resource. Google's great, by the way. Um, how do you find your purpose? How do you find your meaning? Any any keywords you could implement that I was looking at it. How do you deal with finding out who you are? Who is your identity? All these things that... Boom, I'm putting you on the spot right now. Now that you've worked through a little bit of it, tell me a little bit about who are you. Tangible things I can take from this about who... Deep question. So I, 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 I knock it out there hard. So growing up, I've always been a type of guy who would always try to people please. People pleasing. Because this is just my upbringing. I felt like I wanted everyone to like me, right? So I wasn't necessarily being my true self. And I know with the current trends now, authenticity, being vulnerable is like the next thing that everyone's trying to achieve. And over the, sorry to repeat, over the last four to five months, I've just been doing a lot of soul searching, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out who I am, what makes me me and what makes me want to be a better person because mm-hmm. we all strive to be a great person. Right. And one of the things that I realize is you have to stop caring how people feel about Big you. Big time. You really do. When you could get past that moment where I could do whatever I not necessarily whatever you want, but just do things that make you you, that mm-hmm. makes you unique. Right. And not really care about being judged it 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 really does change your mindset Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much what i've been working on like i don't really care about the superficial aspects of life anymore Mm -hmm. i really do care about meaningful conversations Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i found out that i was really good at is that i am a great listener i want to jump in there brian is a great listener i've seen many examples of it he is interested this is a key thing for life i have to jump in like i'm giving life concepts but this is he represents it when he's talking with people i'm like i'm happy for both when he's talking when he's <laughs> listening i'm happy for both people because he's inclined and such and it fits well and the other person is obviously like this is wonderful i have to jump in there great listener right here correct and i'm just gonna use a this is probably a horrible example but a lot of dating websites for yes. example it's not a horrible example a lot of people are on them correct and one of the things that that is listed in what women want is they always list out a guy who listens. Uh-huh, that's okay, common, and, sure. And most people actually have no idea how to listen. They hear you, but they're not listening. Yeah. Big difference. Right, it takes much more effort, the second one. Correct, because most people, when they're engaged in a conversation between another person or another party, most people like to hear themselves talk. And when someone else is talking, for example, in the back of the other the listeners' ears, they're already thinking about something to say even before the guy's finished talking, and that's not listening, because it doesn't because you're essentially saying that whatever you're saying, I want to say, I want to give out my interpretation of what's going on, and my opinion is more important than what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. Hence, why people are just honestly horrible listeners. Lots. And and one of my projects that I want to work on is how to teach people how to be more socially adept at communication mm-hmm. because. Communication is such an important thing as far as interaction. And I, I am going to tangent a little bit here. but Tangent. But we've become a world where we are so isolated now and everyone is just dealing with loneliness. There's a lot of lonely people. This is very true. And there was a, there was a TED Talk I was watching the other day about loneliness. This It, was, it took place, I think, in 2016, 2017. And it was, a play, it was a study done in Norway. 
and they basically did a, a study on how many people felt lonely. And the number is surprisingly high, right? When you think about the Scandinavian countries, Norway, yes. Finland, Denmark, mm-hmm. Sweden. We'll to- throw in Sweden in there. Throw in Sweden. Did I say Finland? Maybe I said Finland, but anyways. Okay. They always say, if you Google it, the happiest countries in the world. Right, doing well, those education, are general- killing it. Yeah. Correct. So the, those are generally the happiest countries, the Scandinavian countries. And the fact that 50% of people, roughly 50% of Norwegians in this study were lonely, that 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 is a big problem. Yes. Right? And and this may sound, I'm going to say this may sound stupid, but... We'll get ready. But... I want to fix the loneliness problem. That this is I felt like I feel like this is my mission. How can I st- there's got to be some way that I can fix loneliness. I want to point out this slightly reminds me of Gretchen Rubin. She has a thing called the Happiness Project that she did like 8 8 years ago or something. It was a book and then she talked about like I want to bring happy. This sounds like it. Instead of the Happiness Project, it'll be the Loneliness Project and it'll be about repairing loneliness it sounds like. Correct. Because I, I, we've all gone through our share of loneliness, and I feel like I'm one of the people who's who who goes through that every now and then. Where I'm, I'm just by myself, and I don't really, I'm not, I'm not really a heavy social media user, and I'm not that. I'm more of an introvert myself, so I've always considered myself a shy guy, mm-hmm. and it's always been kind of hard for me to make friends because the type of friends that I like are the ones that that provide value. Mm-hmm. In lack of a better word, they provide value. It's those friends that they'll be it. They'll they'll have your back no matter what. So I was gonna I was giving this example yesterday to the woman I met. Is it's three a.m. Mm-hmm. You're fifty miles away somewhere from just a city. Uh-huh. How many friends can you call who will come and pick you up because you're stranded and you need help? And I asked her. She's like two. Which is fine. I mean, most of us, generally speaking, we have about a handful of really close friends. Mm-hmm. But initially, when I asked her, she said she that she had a lot of friends. Right. But how many of them are actually the ones that will just be there for you, no right. matter what? Right. And luckily for me, I do have that. But we're all living in different states, different cities now, so it's really hard to to see them. Mm-hmm. Especially when we're in our 30s, that most of us have families now we have kids we have our careers it's really hard to interact with our friends because we have priorities Mm -hmm. right and and that's so obviously i'm single recently single and but this was a great transformation for me because it really taught me how how to be myself taught me who i am as a person Mm -hmm. and how can i continue to learn and grow and develop as a human being and so going back to this, I feel like I, I have found out who I am. Mm-hmm. So going back to Armin's initial question about who, who, who I am, right. I am a kind person. Kind. I am interested. I am always curious about what's going on in life. Yes. And people. I've noticed that in you. And and I, I never used to be this way. I guess a part of me was scared. Mm-hmm. I used to be the type of guy where, oh, why are you reading? Don't you Wouldn't you rather just sit back and relax? But I realized that that is such a, such a what's sorry what's the word it's not a good way to live your life mm-hmm. uh, we become a society where we just come home we you know we turn on netflix or whatever whatever this is common app streaming you have and sure. you just you have dinner and most people don't even cook anymore most people just do takeout or doordash or something it's just fast food we become a society of just very unhealthy people a lot more consumption over creation correct and you could see that Mm-hmm. And, you, and that's something that I I'm, I've I try to really help 
mm-hmm. everyone, but a lot of people don't see it. They don't see it. They don't see it, or they're afraid because they know deep down that they they don't they know deep down that they are the ones that are in control, mm-hmm. and they are the ones who have to take responsibility. But it's so much easier to place blame on somebody else. Sure. For these problems, the government, my boss, but you have to honestly point the finger and look at the mirror and say, "It's your problem." In this case, it's my problem. How can I fix it? How can I work on being a better person, being a better human being, so that one day I could contribute positively to the society? Mm-hmm. Because that is what is a fulfilling life, to be honest. The contribution. Contribution is a big thing. So for most people, for example, you know, during our ages, we 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 get a job. We'll we'll say, for example, successful people. Let's mm-hmm. look at Bill Gates, for example. Right, you birthday know, buddy. We have the same birthday. Birthday buddy. So when he created Microsoft, you know, he had this vision that he wanted peace. That might be Steve Jobs, to be honest. But he wanted a PC in every single house. Okay. And you know, once Bill Gates made his money, he was the, one of the richest, basically the richest man in the yeah. world for for quite some time. I yes. don't know if he still is, but top three. Top three for sure. He's still top three. If you look at his life now, all he is doing is philanthropy work. He's mm-hmm. how can I solve this global problem? For example, with people in Nigeria, um, education, or with the water crisis in certain countries. He's always trying to contribute in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Because once you've achieved everything, you've done, you've you've hit your milestones. What else is there to do? Mm-hmm. And people don't realize this. People always assume that oh, I just want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to just have money. I want to stay at a beach, drink margaritas. But that is such a pathetic life when you think about it. Maybe it was presented from some, some sort of marketing that was done 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Because I don't think everybody really had that in their default thought. It was right. Maybe like an image presented in an advertisement. Right. So, for example, I, I, I work in physical therapy. and DPT right here. I just want to point that out. We didn't include that. Just some backstory. <laughs> Doctor of physical therapy, kinesiology, knowledge. He knows the body, the flexion, things. Correct. So, again, it's a great, satisfying career, but I felt like I have – there's something more that I could be doing. And when again, you have that feeling in life, I always tell people there's something. you gotta you got to latch on to that or else you're attacking yourself. <laughs> and growing up, I've always wanted to help people. And I thought that helping people in this case was physical ailments, people who have back pain, people who are de- having difficulties with balance, disorders, or just – gate or just being able to walk again after being immobile for say a couple of months just because of you know i work with the senior population i do home health and one of the things that i realize is once you hit people always say oh i can't wait to retire i can't, I can't wait to, to retire so i could go traveling but you have to understand when you're 65 70 it's hard to travel you start you have you have you're starting to deal with body aches you have arthritis maybe you have cancer you have kidney disease traveling is no longer necessarily an option and looking at a lot of my patients they don't travel anymore because they physically cannot right maybe dementia starts kicking in and it's not something that's feasible anymore and Mm -hmm. so that's why sorry i think i don't want on tangent again but i want i want again i've always wanted to help people but now I want to help people with their physical mm-hmm. ailments, but also their mental ailments. Mm-hmm. Because the mental mind is basically a very, very powerful tool. Right. Power, power, powerful entity, basically. Mm-hmm. Your mind basically tells you what is good and what is bad. And essentially, everything that is good or bad that happens in your life 
is based off your interpret interpretation of them. How you view it. Okay, I view How things you a view certain it. way. Brian views them slightly differently. And you have to understand that this is a very, very important philosophy and as well as this, I don't want to use the word enlightenment, but once you start realizing that everything that happens to you is for you to learn, mm-hmm. whether it's the good or the bad. I mean, primarily it's the bad, right? But most people say... They choose to ignore the bad. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's again putting blame or or something. It's just you have to get out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of bad things. We've all had a lot of bad things in our life. But once you start taking responsibility for it, and you just really change your mindset and ask and tell yourself, how can I learn from this experience? Mm-hmm. It will honestly change your world. Yes. So to add more, look at me going practical with it. <laughs> Not really my style, but. To add more to that exact form, let's say a breakup that was internally damaging, which happens across the board. I see it on Reddit and various forums, people that are completely crushed by this scenario. And I could go into what causes it, but let's say after the fact it happened, you want to then look at, okay, this terrible thing occurred to me. I can either just, I can turn into an amoeba and mush for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. which doesn't sound appealing. So, or the other way is go ahead sorry what's the other way what do you think the other way is so my we've all gone through breakups I've had my recent breakup was one of the most traumatic experiences that I've ever had in my life mm-hmm. um, I was basically suicidal I called the suicide hotline a few times because I just didn't know what to do with my life anymore when when I was also dealing with that that midlife crisis where I just didn't know who I was didn't know what to do and all of a sudden you throw in this this breakup and this was the partner who I thought I would spend the rest of my life with. We were going strong eight years, close to nine years. And all of a sudden, betrayal. We'll say betrayal is one of the hardest things to get over. It wasn't even just a breakup. Betrayal, mm-hmm. infidelity, whatever you want to call it. And and I, w- I hit that darkest point in my life. Mm-hmm. I was basically, I felt like I was living in hell because there was no point there was, like what was I what was I living for I wasn't happy with my job I wasn't happy with my current lifestyle and all of a sudden I'm single now mm-hmm. and I could I told this myself impacting a lot of people somebody it, right now is having this now a newly every occurred. day yeah. every day and I I asked myself like what is the point of all this it's just so much easier to just stop dealing with the pain and just just end it it's just that much easier right and for the longest time, from basically last October mm-hmm. to we'll say we'll say about March or April, okay. I was just trying half a year, half a year, and I was in this level of soul searching, and I just started reading this book, and honestly, I came up with this philosophy. It's pretty popular. I I think it's popular, but it's the philosophy of stoicism. Mm-hmm. Tell us about Stoicism. Facts, information for listeners. So Stoicism, Epictetus is one of the big ones. Uh, Marcus Aurelius is one of them. And Great book, Meditation. I think it was started by Z- Zeno. Okay. And the philosophy of Stoicism is essentially how can I turn any negative situation into a positive, mm-hmm. right? How can I have – there's an obstacle in my way. How can I use this obstacle to ov- to overcome? And one of my favorite quotes from Marcus Aurelius is – Let's hear it. And I love this. Is the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. And when you tell yourself that, it's it's 
Can you break it down for us? Some people lost it already. So I don't know if they do. But. So I want to try and tell a story. I'm okay, probably going to end up butchering the story, but I'm going to try my best. Uh. So there's a kingdom that is... Okay. There's a pretty successful kingdom, and the citizens are pretty happy. They're pretty affluent at this point. And the king saw that they were getting lazy. Okay. Okay. They were no longer really contributing to the city. They were no longer contributing to society. One day, he decided to put a boulder in front of the entrance to the city. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, people had no idea what to do. They just they complained. There's a They're, boulder at the entrance of the city now. Correct. And people complained to the king, like, do something, solve it. What is, what is the issue here? Yeah. And for a while, the king just stood by and didn't do anything because he wanted to see how people would solve this problem. Yeah. And one, one, one evening, or I guess one moment later... A passerby comes by. Okay. And he's just, he's the only one pretty much trying to figure out how to solve this obstacle. Sure. Big boulder. And once he did figure out how to solve it, at the at the bottom of the boulder, there was a pot of gold and with oh. a note saying, congratulations, you know, you, you, you put in the effort. Good message for life. You put in the effort, you put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, in this case, the monetary value was now his, mm-hmm. but the boulder was no longer in a way. Right. He figured out a way t- that... He figured out a way to basically get rid of this obstacle, and and sorry, I, I guess I probably butchered the story, but the point right. is, the point is, is that any obstacle that comes to your way, whether you failed a test, you ended a relationship, you got into a car accident, you stuck in traffic, anything you do can be a learning experience, and I am not kidding. If you're stuck in traffic, why not listen to an audiobook? You could spend that. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, learning a new language. There are so many apps these days that can teach you something rather than just listening to the newest pop song, listen to, listening to negative news that's in the media. Teach yourself something. Learn something. And everything in life that happens to you is done for your benefit. Mm-hmm. The good, the bad. But the problem is most people look at the bad and say, why me? Mm-hmm. Right? And when you can, when you start changing this mindset, and that's what I've been doing is changing this mindset of turning any negative situation into a positive one. It really opens up your world and your emotions to a whole new level mm-hmm. because you stop blaming people and you start you start taking responsibility for your own actions because you have to understand your emotions are controlled by you. There is no such thing as a good or a bad situation. Uh-huh. Everything is interpreted by your mind. Yes. Right. I'm gonna try and give an example, but I I grew I grew up pretty pretty shy. Pretty shy guy. Okay. And I was the type of guy that I go to a party. I just I would, I don't know what to say. I just be shy. Maybe I'm not good enough. I'm I don't know what to say. This is also common on the internet. I know Reddit and a lot of the internet. I check all the internet areas. Yeah, me too. Reddit's great, uh-huh. but it's also a very honestly. I'm gonna look probably get downvoted, but this Reddit is a big time waster. So. It, it has some areas that, yes, you can do that. And also, a lot of individuals on there, based on their stories, are not in a great place. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Reddit. I use it a lot. But I it, like text. I, <laughs> you like text as much as me? Is that your favorite medium to consume things or no? Text? Text, audio, video, pictures? What? It depends on what I'm doing. I, so, learning styles are very different. Some people are visual learners. What's yours? I am a visual and tactile learner. Oh, visual and tactile. So I forgot about feeling. So with audiobooks, for example, like during my drive, I no longer really listen to music. I'm always listening to something that I could learn from. 
a little break for the listener here. If you have a thing in your life where you have a space where you're like, ah, I don't like that thing, look into, is there something I can do that's different in that space of time or adds on to it? We have a lot of resources in 2019. There's countless resources. Yeah. I mean, you have Audible, you have... Not just audiobooks, but like maybe someone... I can't think of an other, another example, but not audiobooks. Maybe something else where somebody has uh, time or they're around certain people that they don't want to be around, but maybe they could actually be networking with them. I don't know. Something where you turn it around. That's correct. A flip. And, and I have a tattoo on my arm. Um, oh. This is a, actually a famous, I don't want to say a famous quote, but this was from the movie quote. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Tell us this quote. So the quote says, To see the world, mm-hmm. things dangerous to come to, to see behind walls, to draw closer, to find each other, and to feel. That is the purpose of life. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things that I, I, a big proponent of is sociability and connectivity with other people. Because uh-huh. I noticed that when, when you're interacting in a real, in a real relationship or with, in a real situation where you're, you're having this good, meaningful conversations, mm-hmm. we all feel happy. Not the type where it's like, let's hey. Do, let's do a generic one just so we can show a counterpoint here. Sure. Hey, Brian, good to see you. It's good to see you, man. Hey, so did you see the Clippers game? I did. Oh, yeah, they won, huh? Yeah, they do. They did. They're, they're great. Yeah, it's pretty great. I just had some uh, taquitos. Oh, was it good? Yeah, what'd you have? Uh, Fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool, man. Good to see you. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, good, so good to see you, too. That was... Now, it's not... We're not saying it's bad, but as you can see, I know very little about Brian after that. I don't know how he feels or anything. I just know he maybe watched the game and ate some food. So I want to give an example of a good conversation then. Let's hear it. So Should I join in or well? Yes, okay. yes. You want to be All part right. of this. So Armin, why, why are you doing this podcast? Well, actually, I have multiple reasons for it. Are you looking for the insight behind it? Actually, yeah. Like, uh, What's the reason why you want to do this? Like, What is the purpose? Boom. Okay, multiple reasons, a.k.a. number one. I want to connect with intelligent people, creators, doers. These are my people. I don't know if you've noticed, but I tend to get along with such individuals. Two, I like to put content out there. I've been doing it for like 17 years, let's say. Almost two decades. Let's put that out there, including raps and all kinds of stuff. And then third, because you should always have a third. And sometimes I see people, they do a conversation and they have two things, but they pretend like they have a third and then they stop and they're like, and so... No, no, I actually have thirds. Always have a third thing or else don't lead into the third thing. The third one is I want to have... It's like a network of all my stuff that I've connected that's an extension of me. The audios, the pictures, the videos, mind maps I've made. He's made mind maps. Mind mapping is great, by the way. Highly recommend it. I like to have a network of all these things, pictures I've taken over the years, videos. It's a collective message of expression. Uh, I don't want to leave things out because in life I, I can do more today and, oh, no, I did too much. But I can't redo what I didn't do later uh, before. And I have blank spaces in my life that like I can't look back in 2014 and be like, what was I there? I don't want to have blank spaces or uh, regret. That's like very bad insight. What do you think about that? So generally, that's that's the type of conversation I, that I like to have. Mm-hmm. I know some people will probably find that boring, to be honest. I guess. Because I've, I've met people where I have a good friend in Seattle and don't want to name names, but yeah. He's the type of intellect that I could have a conversation with about pretty much almost anything. Oh, this is wonderful. But the top, the other friends that he maybe associated with uh-huh. finds him boring because they they don't understand what he's trying to say. Yeah. And again, everyone is different. We're not we're not expected to understand each and every person, but when a conversation gets to this level of depth, it it has more meaning to it. It tells me who you are as a person. Who I am. Because there's one thing that I believe it just we are human doers, not 
Is it human being? Oh. Human doers. I, I forget. I forget. I, I'm sorry. I, I forget if I'm butchering it the uh-huh. other way. But we are people that, like, who, like, again, who are you? Uh-huh. Like, well, not what do you do? It's right. Me, like, okay, you're, 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 you're a nurse, for example, uh-huh. or you're, you're a banker. Right. Great. But outside of that, what, who are you? Boom. Three key words for me. Fearless, spontaneous, creative. Back to you. That's great. So. Right. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, I'm turning it around because, wait, no, but you did say that kind. The thing, things you valued, you said. Well, how would you describe yourself in three words? I always like to check this. What three words would describe your key? Like, this is what I really identify with. I would say dedicated. Dedicated. Kind, honest. Could be four words. And it, I, I've always been pretty bad at describing myself, to be honest. Oh, okay. But so self-awareness could use some work. Is that fair to say? I, I would say I'm pretty self-aware, okay. but I, it's just it's so hard to really describe who I am because I feel like I am more than just words. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I just like, those words. Okay, I'm pointing this out. I like to identify with them heavily, fearlessness and all these things. So, but yes, you're more than those. But generally speaking, I just want to be a good person. Yeah. Right? Kind, dedicated. Yours are more stable, current moment, it sounds like. Like, good at the moment. Yes. Yeah. And... Again, throughout the last eight months, I feel like I am slowly closer to achieving who I want to be as a person. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I still need to continue to work and grow on myself. So yes. I work on myself because because this is what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And and it's that learning process because no because the, the it's always about the journey, mm-hmm. not not the destination. It's uh-huh. the journey that. It's that 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 we find. Um, sorry, I'm trying to draw, draw a blank here, but it's just that that's that's the part where our value comes from. Our values, our fulfillment. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. For example, just a horrible example, but horrible example coming right now in three, two, one. So in, the, in this example, let's go with hiking, right? Hiking. I've done that with Brian. By the way, Brian, active person. I get along with active people. I like that. He's healthy. Fitness, obviously, doctor, physical therapy, good, representing for his own physical well-being but if you have an activity you could do start doing it just correct. throwing that in there correct like hiking for example it's always hiking. about the things that you see on your way to your destination it's a good way to put it so depending on if this if this the end hike has a waterfall a magnificent view mm-hmm. that, that is that is technically a nice goal to have sure but people should always be enjoying the journey uh-huh because life is a journey yes because the end of life to say the goal of life essentially is you die we all die it all ends at some point. It all ends at some point. And it's the journey that you go through life, the happiness, the sadness, the grief. This, you have to, you just have to, again, back to my the back to my tattoo and quote, you have to feel because feeling is what makes life valuable. Mm-hmm. And I, I, wrote a po- I wrote a post on one of my comments is... You also write... I'll put that out. All right, guys. Um, I just started recently, but this is something that I find very, very fulfilling because I want to teach. I don't want to be cocky, but I don't want. I want to teach and show people that life. There's more to life than just just your work. Like I want to teach people how to be a better human being, how to be a better social communicator. He wants so, to add his value in these categories: communication, well-being, maybe adjustment of life, so it's not so regimented. Contribution. Uh huh. And. I wrote a post basically saying, what happens when I give you everything? If you could live uh-huh. and you cannot die, oh. how how fulfilling would that life be, knowing that you cannot die? Well, it takes away my we're all going to die at some point line, first of all, which 
I'd have to erase a bunch of stuff I've written. And then second, it takes, it, it does, it changes too much. Yes. Because now suddenly I'm part of this. Frankly, I'm not too much of a fan of it now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like now Here. you're part of the collective forever. I'll give you a better uh, example. What uh, happens when you get everything you want in life? Well, I have a different... Oh, by the way, all my answers are going to not look like the average individual, but I just represent for myself. If you got, if you gave me everything I wanted, well, that wouldn't work because I don't really want. But in a normal context, then that would be done. So there's nothing to be <laughs> okay. there for. So I'm just speaking general, general yeah. ability. General ability. Mm-hmm. Most people, when it, we'll say with the average the average person okay when they win the lottery for example the first thing they do is they buy a nice car nice house they just they just splurge a bust down rolly as a rapper would say sure (laughs) and they travel they just do they just do everything that they've wanted to do Uh at some point they end up being more miserable than as before this has been shown many a time they want correct which is like can you believe it and a lot of it has to do with the fulfillment value when you have everything you want all of let's let's take example of celebrities and just people who are very affluent people who are rich great when i i really don't want to use these examples but i'm just gonna take the like there's a high suicide rate or depression that's why people we have a few examples of this they have more than a lot a lot of people but they're gone yeah they left. correct and and depression kicks in for a lot of these people hence why they get into drugs they get into these activities that are really essentially not good for their body not good for their spirit yes so this is true and sorry and and the reason why is because they don't have anything that fulfills them their life is pretty much meaningful what are they doing they're just essentially consuming mm-hmm. right and we all know those people who just consumed all they do is take 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 but they're not giving right and it's not a good life to live i mean do you know any people that just take 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 and they don't really contribute either to themselves mm-hmm. or sorry not to themselves but to to their friends or family but all they want to do is take yes or seek to take which you can feel instantly as a human being and nobody is attracted toward that you instantly are like well you know i got to i just got an email got to check my email sorry but uh yeah it's unappealing correct and and that's one of the key things of depression, especially among the affluent, is there's no more meaning. And that's why you see all these people like Elon Musk who are constantly trying to change the world. I really, really respect Elon Musk because he's, he has a vision. Mm-hmm. And when you have a mission in life, you have a mission and a vision, nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you. Mm-hmm. Don't think about the what or even the how because the how will eventually come. Yeah. But the minute you have a vision, yeah. Every, everything will start coming into place and this is I believe that in such thing as the universe uh, the law of attraction for example uh-huh. and life this has come up in other not my podcast but I've seen other podcasts where some people are like another guest comes on and they mention the law of attraction and another one the, these are successful people Esther Hicks sure she came up with a book called the law of attraction right so but great. I'm saying this thought is in the minds of many of people who have actually I would call it visualization. Like it's easier for me to figure out how to do something if I'm picturing, picturing, picturing. I'm already on the way there. Actually, yeah, visualization is a very good skill to have because if you could visualize you doing that activity or Ice that. Ice Cube quote from his rap song, if I can picture that, I'll bring a picture back. 
after I did it, you know, I bring a picture back. Sorry, I, can you repeat that? That's great. Yeah, I, it was part of my quote analysis ebook. By the way, Brian gave me a great idea, which I never thought of, or I don't know if I thought of it, but I have two ebooks from long ago. Like, I don't know, printing one of them so I can show people a book that I wrote, which I wrote. I'm probably going to do that. I wrote it in like 2010 something great idea by brian okay <laughs> application welcome. is fabulous i know it's like who writes the book and then after the fact thinks hey, i could print this out but that's one but what was i saying so we're talking about um visualization and basically the law of attraction like do you believe that's a, a real no but phenomenon. i was about to say the oh book. the quote oh the, the quote if i can picture that i'll bring a picture back it's from an ice cube song called cold places and he's saying if i can <laughs> uh, well yeah it's good there's a lot of good lyrics in the song if i can picture something in the first place well, then give me a few, a couple of years or whatever, and I'll bring a picture back of after I did it. Correct. And that, that is, again. Isn't it kind of like a teacher? Correct. Uh, a leader. I try, to, I try to work on my speech. So I've been, I've been part of a Toastmasters, Toastmasters group for the last two weeks, three weeks now. And one of the things that I've always wanted to work on is improving my social, um, sorry, my speaking ability. Yes. I believe that the, one of the number one things that people are afraid of is public speaking. Mm-hmm. Because we all feel like we're being judged or we're somehow being criticized for the things that we're saying. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand and realize that it doesn't. That all of that doesn't matter. Because uh-huh. you're doing something that most, we'll say 80% of people are afraid to do. Now, do you feel it? No. I actually, so there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's something that I, I learned recently. There's stress. Stress. The negative you type. stress. I'm that is correct. Oh. I know too much. I know too much. I shouldn't be let out of the public. That. That's great. But yeah, you stress. So, so what Armin was saying is you stress is how do you take that because str- stress is essentially energy. It's adrenaline that's going up to your body. It's that fight or flight response. Yes. So using that you stress is great because you could turn that energy into a positive energy. Mm-hmm. And most people in terms of speaking, all you have to do is breathe. Yes. Calm down, slow down a little bit and just breathe. And the minute you do that, it's the con- the, 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 the conversation will just flow. Mm-hmm. With the, 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 the speech, the sp- uh, sorry, I'm so I'm, I'm blanking out. The speech that you're giving mm-hmm. will eventually come out naturally. Mm-hmm. Okay, just slow down your tonality. Calm. So, anyways, sorry, I was going back to mission and vision. Yes. And this goes this goes back to our previous statements earlier is that most people have no idea what they want in their life. Yes. And you have to really. Now eat. here's one thing I want to point out as you're saying it. It sounds like you are saying it emphatically to the audience, right? And uh, what do you say to this? The fact that like you appear to have it, maybe some of the audience members, I don't know exactly, I'll just pretend audience is a general population. Some of them don't have that. So would it make sense for you to tell them what you're saying? Or would they be looking to you like, hey, you seem to have the passion. You, you run the vision. We'll just kind of follow along. Where's the sweet spot there? Is there some people that maybe you could transition them over? So I want to I want to um, transition a little in bit. Your emphaticness being presented. So I want to I want to make a little change here for a second. This is, this is my opinion. That's okay, it. personal opinion. I gotta hear it. People always talk about do things that are passionate, but there can be a problem with that because at some point your passion may end up just becoming something that you no longer enjoy doing. For for example, I am passionate about basketball. I love basketball. I am passionate about snowboarding. I love snowboarding. Yes. But that's not something I could see myself doing as far as like 
a career. It's not something that I, I, I see as my mission. Yes. I'm passionate about eating. I love to eat. I consider myself a very uh, a foodie. Mm-hmm. I've been to like many nice Michelin restaurants, just nice restaurants around the world. But that's not something that that it's fulf- it's fulfilling in the moment, but not long term. Mm-hmm. Right. Have a vision. Have a mission, not a passion. And I really do mean that. Now, can you see? This is a uh, kind of people-oriented question. To add on to that, a person who does not currently appear to have a mission or vision, um, is that their? Is that what they are destined to be forever? What, What's your? Can you clarify? Can you clarify that? I Let's don't say uh, someone you are speaking to describing this. It doesn't seem like they have a mission or vision, right? Mm-hmm. There's some people out there like that, right? Correct. Can such individual be brought to the other side where at some point they are like, I got to do this thing. This is my goal. Today I'm waking up this. I got this list of four things to do. I'm going to send this. Or are they probably already in that default state? That's their state. More than likely because of just the way our society is run these days with social media, with just everything being so convenient. I like. Like, thumbs up. Um, Most people are just content. But content is not a good thing. And I'll be honest, my ex is the one that kind of influenced me about this. This happens, okay? Because, you know, I'll just give you a background. You know, we had a nice, we'll say almost a million dollar home living in Bellevue. We had a nice Tesla. Bellevue where Bill Gates is. We traveled a lot. We've been to like 60 different countries. Again, we've. Ex- I want to say we pretty much experienced life that most people will not ever get to have. This is wonderful. Frankly, but- that could be its own... Uh, content separate thing you can just talk about travels and whatnot there. we can we yeah, can yeah, yeah. but even then I was not happy because I lacked fulfillment and I, I was just going through the motion of this work and so you're saying you had some key criteria there that you just described that correct. most people would think if I got one of those things I'm good for months and months and months correct and you did all kinds of them and Cor- you weren't good correct and one of the things that you know, my partner at the time told me, was like, you know, don't you want more in your life? I told her at the time, like, I'm just content. This is, I'm fine. So Brian was saying he was content, okay? Right. How many of you guys are like that? Where, like, you guys are just okay. But okay is not okay. Boom. I came up with the thing yesterday. I was just... Let's hear it. I I, 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 Don't be... A lot of people are ordinary. Yeah, yeah. But why not be extraordinary? Thank you. But don't even be extraordinary. Why don't you be revolutionary? There. Meaning... Try and find something that will make a positive impact in the world. Change for the better. And that's one thing, again, going back to my loneliness project. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but at some point, I'm going to fix it or at least contribute one way or another to this project because mm-hmm. that's something I am. I, I, it was kind of like my mission, my drive. I, and, and this is just something I, I want to work on, but I have no idea how I'm going to do it yet. So you want to, let's put this into terms here, possibly... Uh, bring five, ten, uh, some number of individuals. I'm just putting some low number that I could count on my hand so I can show it. Five or ten people from a state of feeling like, uh, I don't know, some Reddit user probably that's commenting about their loneliness to socially apt and maybe like uh, regular board game nights or something where they're like, Correct. I'm part of a thing. Correct. And that's that's very important. So I, I come from Seattle. And what is I'm big- not mocking Reddit, by the way. Somehow <laughs> I get this. This becomes big and it goes on Reddit. I, I've used Reddit. I pop. I posted. Like I love 12, Reddit. Thousand things. I'm just using an example. There are people that post on there. Starcraft lonely. Reddit's a great uh, Reddit subreddit, there, by the way. Los Angeles. So. Uh, ask Reddit. Other places. 
Anyway, so I, I come from Seattle, Seattle. And, and Seattle is kind of known for what's called the Seattle Freeze. Uh-huh. Okay, so for those of you who don't know what the Seattle Freeze is, it's basically it's basically very hard to meet people and actually have friends in Seattle, especially if you're what's called a transplant. You know, you're coming from another state or country, and you're going to, in this case, Seattle. And I don't know what the phenomenon is, man. Rain. But it, a lot of it could be rain. And shady and colder and northern. And this is the part where I feel heavily lonely, but because again, going back to going back to obstacles, I was feeling lonely. And rather than just being depressed, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do something about it. Boom. So the human drive knows no bounds. Correct. And a lot of the emotions that we feel, particularly the negative things, yeah, is because our body is telling us that there's something wrong, and you have to try and fix it. Yeah, signal. Okay. Signal. It's okay. A signal. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it's an alert system. Mm-hmm. We have pain because the body's telling us there's something wrong with this specific part of our body, bone, whatever. Yeah. In this case, emotional pain, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression. Now, I'm not I'm not gonna criticize that could because depression is real. There's certain dopamine, dope, your uh, hormones, right? Yeah. Neurons that basically, whether you're in a happy place, sad place, but he was gonna mention neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and you know what we'll throw in. Oh, he said endorphins. Right. Correct. So, sorry, I've never talked this long, so I'm starting to get a little blank here. But, mm-hmm. but again, <laughs> I, I was feeling lonely for quite a bit. And, again, not re- moving to a city where I didn't really know a lot of people, I said, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. So, for those, for those of you who are feeling lonely or just feel like y- you're having a hard time making friends, Meetup is a great website that brings people together. Mm-hmm. So, I decided to go join a Meetup. And most of us are shy. Yes. We go into these events because most of us, when we go out, we're going out with the same group of people that we always hang out with. That's common, very common. From high school to college or to our coworkers. But again, right. the problem is when you're in your 30s, priorities change. Yes. People attend to their families. They would rather spend time with their families than go out with someone they just barely knew, barely know. Mm-hmm. And so again, Meetup is a great place to meet people. Yes. And that's what I just started doing. Just start signing up for activities that you find interesting. Uh-huh. So in my case... I'm not the type there, there's a lot of for example um, social networking where you go to a bar a club and you just sit and you talk but for there me those that, are yeah. that that's not my style again that might be your style but that's not something that I enjoy mm-hmm. so I, I started joining a lot of these like board game meetups because I like board games it's fun yep. it's, it's challenging Just scrabble and I just started joining anything and everything that I found interesting Yeah. and I just basically got out of the house that is the you main gotta thing. Gotta make move. Put your shoes on. So, and something. And I wrote an article about this. Is you have to take action. Let's tell the people. I want to put it. What's the What's the website? Just in case somebody. So, wants to if for those of you who just want to read it, my website's called lylife.co. Mm-hmm. The ly stands for living your life. Okay, great. It's very straightforward. <laughs> Thank living you. Living your life. And and that's what that's a lot of people are even afraid to start. Mm-hmm taking action you're not because he started a month ago writing by the way i'm going to point out again i like creative individuals are putting something out there when i see a little spark of something that's my thing i like to jump in on whatever that is he's been writing for a month correct so i'm hoping to build my brand obviously and my goal is to empower people to chase your dreams and to realize that we we're all the same people we're all here we're all struggling life is struggle Mm-hmm. If life was not meant to be easy, if life was easy, it would be pointless and boring. To be, I'll, I'll be honest. Life, Here's twenty five million dollars. Have a fun. Honestly, that'd be nice, but, but then what? 
that's it you're you're kind of useless now and you don't need to use your brain to focus on something when you don't use your brain then you feel bad because fulfillment actually comes from the process of doing stuff not the getting it so actually this 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 came up in an interesting uh situation so we were we were at a what do you call those events where you meet people uh meet up not meet up but it was a social mixer it was a social mixer great and one of the hostess basically asked about 20 20 of us if you had 10 million dollars yeah, ten million dollars. What would you do with it? Yeah, I mean, most people said I would buy a new car, I'd buy a house, they travel. I mean, it's a, it's a generic Invest answer. Invest in Bitcoin. Actually, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, ten million dollars technically yeah, is not a it. lot anymore. Yeah. It is, but it's technically not. Yeah. So yeah, of course you invest it. But also, I, I told myself like I would like to use that and contribute some way to my project so I could fund it and basically work towards that, that pro that that program of empowerment empowerment uh-huh. to teach people that it doesn't matter where you come from yes. who you are if you have to drive you can do whatever the hell you want uh-huh. and I really do believe that yes I can feel it and the only and thing it must be relayed over to the folks that is correct so and the only thing that holds people back is that fear of failure uh-huh. but they should not look at it as failure they really shouldn't uh-huh. that failure even if you fail most people fail in their lives but people are so scared to fail that they don't even try yes and I have no idea why. And I'm, I'll be honest, I'm like that too. Uh-huh. But I've overcome that. Yes. Right? Like for example, this blog site, why should I start? There's thousands, millions of different blogs right. out there. You're irrelevant. You're going to get 20 views and then you're done for then you're put done. into a recycle bin sent over to fax to Amazon. That's correct. But there's it, it doesn't matter. If it's something you enjoy doing and you want to you wanna get your word out to, to the people, huh. And you find fulfillment in doing it, even yep. if you get one like, two likes. If you've made one positive change to somebody, yeah, that's 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 fine. That's what Eminem said one time. The rapper, he's like, if I can reach one person with my raps, I did I did it. So I'm gonna tangent to my date yesterday. Yes, it was a great date, and for the most part, she said that she's never had this type of interaction with anybody mm-hmm. on a first date. Right. And and I was telling my friend here that this guy. throughout our whole conversation, I never once asked her what she liked to do for fun. Because uh-huh. honestly, I don't want to say I didn't care, but to me, those conversations are meaningless. Uh-huh. I could find out later what you like to do, but for now, I want to know what makes you you, uh-huh. right? And then we could get to that stuff. Right. And, and when you're able to connect with someone to that deep level, yeah. conversations just flow. Yes. Unfortunately, the person I was talking to was very shy. She was very guarded. So it didn't open up like you She didn't open up the to. way I wanted to, but I still got her to talk, and she did say that she found a valuable experience in all this. That's great. Because... She messaged me later that night, thanked me for the wonderful evening, and she's like, you know what? After interacting with you and just really getting to talk to you, she realized she wasn't ready to date. And that's okay. Uh-huh. That's okay because right now, you know, especially when you're, when you're a woman, you're single in your 30s, a lot of us feel that pressure of, of we have to settle down. We have to find, we have to find our, our perfect mate right now. We have uh-huh. to have kids. The kids part I understand because women do have a biological clock mm-hmm. in order to avoid um, mm-hmm. certain diseases. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conditions, Down syndrome, things like that. Things like that. Uh-huh. Developmental diseases because uh-huh. you're, you're at a higher risk. Um, anyways, yeah. and I made a change in someone's life where she didn't. She probably did not expect the night was going to end like that. But I got her to at least open up and maybe take a look at herself and realize. I need to work on myself. This is a good quality. You're trying to impact people in a way that they are able to see more of themselves. Correct. And that's what I want to do is I want to open up people's minds mm-hmm. to teach them that, you know what? Your limiting beliefs are 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 flawed. 
I understand that we all we all have those, but you need to turn those around mm-hmm. and realize you have to analyze. Self awareness is a very big key. Yes, and Gary most Vaynerchuk pe- also mentions it. Okay. He's a business guy. Okay. You know, you know, I, 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 I do know him because of Armin primarily. He's very so. self-awareness. Like either you have it or he'd like to give it to people if they could get it. So self-awareness. And once you really truly become self-aware, mm-hmm. it, it changes it changes the way you see the right. world. It changes everything. And I, I, I honestly can't describe it because we all assume that we're self-aware. Yes. But we might just be following herd mentality as well. Yes. Right? What's this most – like for example, YouTube. Trend, whatever's trending. Oh my gosh! Every time I check trending on YouTube, uh, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram doesn't really have trending, but it sort of has the popular page, and or uh, what is it? Twitter trending. I check the trending across all the things. I can't connect with most of trending anywhere. I can't. It's a lot of it is. I'll be honest. A lot of it is trash media. Let's not say trash because some maybe kids like it more so. But hey, man, I put twenty thousand Skittles into a um, shower. We swam in it. That's my video. Thanks for watching. Click like, subscribe. Some kid liked it. And kids, maybe something that becomes popular. I can't connect with it. So it shows up on... If the trending was like science or internal development or this person figured out this, or that, what a different YouTube we'd be looking at. That's true. I mean, again, I mean, this is the, this is the media that shapes our kids. They like and it. And it, it, just, it just shapes how we view the world because we are just pretty much brainwashed by all of... I don't want to say the word brainwashed, but... It's easier to take in... Correct, and we're not—we're just watching the tube all day, and we're just. Would you rather hear boring Brian trying to help you make your life better, or do you want to see somebody uh, actually sleep in a Walmart for 24 hours behind the tissue paper and film it as their YouTube video? How I stayed in Walmart for 24 hours. Why would you listen to dull, boring old Brian <laughs> over here? And I guarantee you, man, of all the people I've interacted with so far, yeah, a lot of them have told me like I really like our conversations that we have because most people do not rather I don't know if it's a skill thing but most people are afraid to open up because vulnerability is such a big thing Yes, if you could be vulnerable we could both be vulnerable where Uh you tell me everything and anything that's going on with you and I could actually listen Uh and I could somehow impact your life in a positive way you'll you'll come out of this conversation realizing that was that was great that was fun I really like this it just opened up my mind my my viewpoint on whatever it is that's going on with you and the one thing I've again, the one thing I've realized is I, this is one of my skill sets is that I'm very good at, at connecting with people immediately, uh-huh. as long as the environment's not too loud. I saw that in a basketball court when you <laughs> were meeting another individual, you would have thought they knew each other for multiple years after a few minutes. And and I this is the converse, These are the types of conversations that that people look for, but a, but most people are afraid to open up. So people, you can translate it to them. Correct. Brian's gonna translate it to them. Translate. Well, I'm sorry. Translate what? No, you're gonna translate this ability of opening up, connecting uh, to meaningful conversation with others. Uh, you're gonna do this to individuals who are lonelier. Correct. And this is something I want to teach people how to do. Okay. Let's map it out here. Okay. Your writing is gonna be one way that you will uh, teach people. So one way is writing. One way is writing. Another way is through just a, just podcasting. There's social media. Uh huh. Um. There's there's Udemy. I plan on doing it. Brian Udemy. goes broad like me. I'm asking specific. Are you gonna do audio on podcast? Yeah, at some point I would like pressure, to. At some point pressure. I'm okay. going to. But I, I hopefully this doesn't sound like an excuse. But I, I feel like I need to to prepare more. Which I am completely against. I am highly opposed to this, and I hope this whole thing breaks down based <laughs> on that. Because I don't believe in preparing. I, I don't know if you noticed, know but he commented even on my logo for my 
the Armin Show podcast. I used the Photoshop gradient. I put my name on top. Boom, I got my logo. Let's make moves. Let's make because moves. Because I don't know about you. I'm on episode 222. I'm sure that there's one person I was talking to about his uh, thing a few months ago. He wanted to make a fitness channel. And he spent two hours explaining to me how this, this, it wouldn't work. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think he has a video still. Okay, what are we talking about? If you can't, you got to ship something. Seth Godin always said ship something. If you don't ship it out, then nobody gets it. So that, going back to that, yeah. he, you know, he came up with every possible he excuse in the book. everything in the world. It was amazing. It's and a skill. It's a real skill. He should get paid for some of that. Yeah. And this is why it wouldn't work. This and is also why it wouldn't work. That's correct. And you'll come up with people like this. You'll meet these people all over the world where oh, they, have, they have an idea. Yeah. No, no one is inherently bad. Yeah. But, He's a terrible human being. He should give up on his <laughs> But everyone has an idea, but no one wants to talk about it because in their minds, they feel like it might be stupid. Right. But at least it might. it's not stupid. Why would it be stupid? Because if you have an idea, I'd say just do it. Just do it. If you fail, Darn right. it teaches you something. Maybe yeah. the product wasn't ready yet, or maybe there's a certain way you didn't market this product. It's just, You have to mm-hmm. just go for it. Boom. Don't I like be, this message. Don't be afraid of the criticism you are going to get criticism by the way yes and but it doesn't matter as long as it fulfills you and it matches what you want to do with your life mm-hmm. th- just go for it Brian got a message to the people now I want to ask uh, just to flip it around in a concluding form that's how I do it sure what's the question you have for me the host of this show this is a little deep uh, you have to give me a second to think about Boom. The, I do so, this so the question like for the show why do you do this no 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 not for the show just a question for me uh, in conclusion to the show, as the host, just something. Okay. Uh, what is your next? I guess who is there any specific person you would like to interview next? Yes. Well, I mean, there's upcoming already content on the way, but currently the category is people, creators, doers, researchers, authors, scientists, that, and then. Um, but as far as in the future, I do have some ideas for notable figures who I connect with. We have quotable material. Shout-outs to Jay-Z, future uh, attendee of the show, among others. I won't label too many because you just see us part of the variety. Yeah. All right, great. Good one. Great. Brian, I want to say this is, would be wonderful to have you on this episode 223 describing people connection, listening, your goal related to that. Lonely people, taking them through that to something better is a goal of yours. And being on here with me, my friend Brian. So thank you for having me. This is my first time ever doing this, and I thought I would be nervous. I thought maybe we would do this at most. Did he for- sound nervous? <laughs> Did he sound nervous in that, any other part of that? And honestly, I'm surprised we've gone an hour. I thought we'd do this at most 10 minutes. But, you know, once you start talking, and again, you could tell that I'm really, really passionate about this type sorry of you topic. enjoyed the experience Brian. <laughs> sorry about that and I, I once I start talking about this it just it's hard to stop sometimes but I, I'm also a little we can tell okay because he's got it going on yeah so this what this has been a fun experience and this is something I want to do for myself as yes. well so but I appreciate you appreciate that you had me on the show and I got to experience what it felt like to just talk to the audience I guess to the camera to just talking and hopefully hopefully yeah this message gets gets sent out it and translates to some listeners yes so thanks for having me you know it <laughs> episode 223 and always on oh and we're on video these days now which is great so i get to include it on both but we are out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god